You are now tuned in to Rockhound Radio. What's up, everybody? I just wanted to uh, take a second before we get into uh, the big part of the game and the start of Stardew to take a second and say thanks. Thank you to everybody that shared, commented, messaged me. It was awesome. It was kind of overwhelming at first because I, you know, I was like, I'm gonna upload this, and I didn't really have, I didn't want to get my hopes up or anything like that. So I was just like, you know what? I'm just gonna put it out there, and what's the worst that can happen, right? And then all these, you know all of you guys started messaging me and you know hey it sounded awesome I love it can't wait to hear more and that just it drives me to not quit and I'm not gonna um, I just actually tried to record this intro and didn't realize that my mic wasn't plugged in so uh, that was pretty awesome those are some uh, some of the things that I'm still messing with record an intro 17 times half the times because I figure or I forgot to plug my mic in but anyway Thanks again, everybody. Um, to everybody that shared the page, I just got a Facebook page rolling, Rockhound Radio. Check it out. I'll be posting updates, maybe some behind the scenes, maybe some, you know, who knows what. Maybe we'll do like, a, I'll upload my setup, which is, you know, not much, but it doesn't take much to start something. Like I said, everybody can sit around and talk about it, but not everybody's going to sit around and do something about it. So if that means me sitting in my sunroom with, the door shut and no AC in here with my little iPad set up. Hey, that's what it takes. So, hell yeah. Now let's get started on some Stardew. Alright, now on to the Stardew talk. What you've all been waiting for, hopefully. So just a little background on the game. It was created by one guy. He goes by Concerned Ape. It took him four years to make this game. And the first time I played this, I was like, oh, okay, you know, there's there's some cool stuff. And, you know, I put about like 20, 30 hours on my first save. And, you know, I thought I was king shit. I was like, oh, I got this figured out. Well, then eventually I restarted. And I restarted again. And I restarted again. And now the save I'm on probably my fifth or sixth I'm probably 65 ish hours in and it's my post game save more or less and I'm just gonna say there's still stuff I'm doing and I mean good lord I've heard people being 500 a thousand hours being in year whatever and it's it's kind of mind-blowing there's literally so much to this game and you can play it and get as deep in as you want or you can choose to play it and not get involved with anybody. So, and that's kind of the, the cool thing about it. Um, it's also, it was quote unquote an indie game. Like I said, one guy, four years, totally badass. I mean, sitting around and working however many hours a day trying to program this game. And then like, like I said, the more you get involved in the game and you unlock stuff, the more stuff happens. I mean, there's still stuff happening that I'm like, oh my, this has never happened to me. And, you know, that's spanned over several of my playthroughs. So, a little bit of background for it. It's pretty cool. You can find it on uh, PS4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch. I played on the Switch. Um, I got the game, I think, pretty pretty close after its port to the Switch. And I love playing on the Switch. You know, you can sit, on, sit there, play with your farm while you're watching TV, 
you know, or whatever on the couch. Or you can, I've been playing it lately on the TV and it's just one of the, I, I will boast the Nintendo switch a hundred million times. I love it. So if you don't have one, I would encourage you to get one because I have not played anything but my switch and a long time. And I just like the handheld at, at, yeah, the perspective of it. All right, let's start the game here. You will load up your save and you have a couple choices to make. You can choose to be a boy or girl or whatever you want. You can choose what you wear, what you look like, you know, how your hair looks. <laughs> you can, you name yourself, obviously, you name your farm. You pick what type of farm. And this is, if you've never played this game, I would suggest the standard farm, just because it's just one open big map. You know, you can kind of specialize in whatever you want, whether it's, you know, farming, fishing, mining, livestock, whatever. There's the standard. There's a map to play that I like is the Four Corners. There's a wilderness one where monsters spawn. So if you're not super familiar with this game, I might want, I might avoid that. Or maybe you just want to, you know, dig your teeth into one hell of a ride. Try it out. There's a wilderness. There's a river pond, an ocean, a beach. Or it's like ocean and beach. I don't know what they call it. Anyway, it's pretty cool. There's but like I said, standard farm, you got a lot of room to plant a lot of crops and kind of do whatever you want. So you pick your town. There's also a little box that says one of your favorite things. And you can kind of get creative with that. You'll figure out why, you know, in, when you get farther in the game. So you pick your favorite thing. You know, it could be spoons. And then later in the game, something will happen and you'll be like, the text will read. And you get this wonderful feeling and you think of spoons. So, get a little creative with it, you know. I play, a lot of the games I play, especially like role-playing games, I will model my character, sometimes after myself, but most of the time after TV shows, movies, you know, live outside the box a little, you know. You see that guy on TV, you like, play him in a game. You know, it, it adds even more of a real or fun experience to it, I mean, for me personally. So, I'm playing as Julian, Julian's from Sunnyvale and the Trailer Park Boys. So my farm is Freedom 45 Farm. And if you guys have ever watched Trailer Park Boys, that's the boys' dream, Freedom 45. They're always talking about it. And that's kind of like how I feel, you know, constantly running to, you know, to get to the top. And just like they didn't stop, neither am I. So I got my farm. I named my farm. You can pick a pet, a dog or a cat. I have a cat running around. Julian likes cats. So you do all that stuff. And before we, well, not even before that, I just wanted to quote something. The Wiki. If you need anything for this game, get on Google, Safari, Firefox, whatever you use to look stuff up. Alexa, who knows? Who cares? Just Google Stardew Valley Wiki, and you'll have the best and most information for this game you, you will ever need. I have, there's an app for that, just like there's an app for everything. And all you have to do is go into the game, type in what you're looking for, and boom. So... A lot of good stuff, a lot of <clears throat> spoilers, secrets. I mean, pretty much any anybody that's used a wiki, this thing is probably one of the best for any game I've played. It's just super simple, so I wouldn't ruin it. Well, I mean, sometimes I like to, you know, just kind of play fast and loose and not know what the hell I'm doing, but sometimes this game you need to know because you don't really get a, you get a basic tutorial, and other than that, they're just kind of like, here, you worked at Amazon slash Walmart, JoJo Mart for 
20 years and you've lived in, you know, a suburban area, never drove your car to work because you always took the train, you got the same haircut every week and, you know, here you are hating life and we're going to stick you on this farm and we're going to say, hey, you know, figure it the fuck out. So, <laughs> anyway, you start the game after you make all your stuff, your choices, your character, and you see your grandpa laying in bed and he looks very ill. And he says, oh, your grandpappy's dying. And then, you know, he says some other stuff about, you know, wanting to get out of the hustle and bustle. And he gives you this envelope and says, don't open it until it's time. And you'll know when it's time. So, you know, you skip ahead a little bit. And there you are working in Amazon, Walmart, Jojo Mart. And you are in a cubicle. The guy in front of you, dead as a doornail, pile of bones laying over his computer. You've told HR... HR showed up, interviewed the guy, said he was still good to work, and left. And he's he's quite, quite dead. You, you know, you're putting the work in, emails, spreadsheets, the fault, the calls, the emails, everything, you know, back and forth. And one day, you're just sick of it. You're sick of that life. You open up your envelope from your drawer that you've just, you know, had chilling with you, probably because you live there. And it says, you know, grandpappy left you his farm. Go live in it. I realized now that you realize that you need to get away from this. So you take a little trip on a bus and you show up in this place called Pelican Town. You get greeted by Robin. She get off the bus and she's like, oh, you must be so-and-so's grandson or granddaughter or whatever. Let me show you to, let me show you to the farm. And she takes you to the farm and it is a, it's wrecked. I mean, there's shit everywhere. Trees, bushes, grass, leaves. I mean, it, they it's pretty much like your grandpa died and the whole farm was overtaken by literally anything and everything. So she shows up, takes you to your farm. You start out with basic tools. You start out with a pickaxe, an axe, a scythe, a watering pail. I don't think you start with a fishing pole. I think you get a fishing pole, I don't remember. You start out with a hoe and you start out with all these basic tools, right? And you have no former training. The mayor shows up, introduces himself. There's this little box beside your house and it's a little special magical box. Anything you pick up or want to sell, you put in that box, the mayor sneaks in in the middle of the night. He takes all your stuff out of this box, whether it's you know 400 pieces of wood, 100 bottles of wine, whatever, and he pays you. You know, he, he takes the stuff out of your shipping bin, he slides into your house, into your little room, slips a little money in your back pocket, and you don't even wake up till the next morning and then you're like, oh, you know, you roll over and you're laying on a pile of money. So that's pretty cool. You know, that's how you, that, that's how you turn everything in. You throw everything in the shipping bin. Then you have a TV in your room and your TV, you can watch, I would suggest watching it every morning. Like as soon as you get out of bed, there's three channels, the weather channel, the recipes, I forget what it's called. Um, Living off the land is one of them. It gives you tips on your game. And then like the lady of fortune or whatever, she tells you how lucky you are for the day. And the spirits sometimes are pleased and will grant extra luck. And other times there will be no luck. Your high luck days you want to spend in the mines and stuff like that. Basically everything in the game and loot drop and all this stuff is kind of rated upon luck. The quality of stuff that you get and things like that, which I don't know, sometimes... The luck doesn't matter because I feel like on bad days, I still have good days. So it's all, I think it's like a 
like a placebo. You know, they they kind of they tell you that it's going to be lucky, and then you're like, yeah, yeah, it is going to be lucky. And then you go out and do a bunch of shit, and you're like, hell yeah, it was a great day. And then the next day, they're like, hey, the spirits are not pleased. You will have no luck. And I go out, and sometimes I have even better luck. So I don't know. It's weird. You have, let's see, you start out with an energy bar in health. Your energy bar goes down with every action. So like at first, your first couple of you know weeks or whatever, first probably month or so, you're only going to be able to chop down a few trees a day or however many trees a day because your energy's going down. So take the time to clear out a spot for your farm. You know, chop them trees down, get it cleaned up because you also start in spring and each, oh, uh, what was I gonna say? Yeah, each season is played through the game. So 28 days a season, all four seasons, you start out in spring and they give you like 15 seeds. And you're thinking, you know, what the hell am I supposed to do with these, dude? I've been, you know, I've been updating the spreadsheets for whoever it is for the last 15 years. What the hell am I supposed to do with a bunch of seeds? And they don't really tell you, but you got to hoe. Hoe that dirt up. Throw some seeds in the ground. Water them. And you know what happens? In the allotted amount of days, which is six for those, it differs with, all, with everything, you got a little parsnip. You pluck that sucker off the branch, you throw it in your bin, you got a little jangle in your pocket. And that's what this game is. Making money for a bunch of stuff to make you even more money. And sometimes, you know, like I'll get stuck in a rut and then I'll just remember like, hey, you know what? I don't have to do this. I can just kind of, I don't know, like autopilot. I'll just take my days and forage and go do some shit and, you know, come back and just kick it or not, or just fish all day. You know, you got a bunch of options. You got no time pressure. It doesn't matter if you don't get it done that day. You know why? Because there's always tomorrow. And I kind of live that way already. So it's pretty easy for me to do in Stardew. Uh, your basic tools, your seasons. Uh, there's also a calendar in town. So you get into Pelican Town and there's this little shop and he has a calendar on the front of his house or the shop or whatever. And it shows you what day it is, what events happen on what day and everybody's birthday because there's a shitload of people that live in this little town and they want you to be very clear when their birthday is because if you don't take them a present on their birthday, then you know, that obviously means you don't like them and you don't want to socialize with anybody in town, which I spent like the first 20 or 30 hours in this game. I didn't talk to nobody because everybody I talked to treated me like I was a giant asshole. So I was like, you know what? what the hell with you guys? I'm just going to back to my farm, hang out. I'm going to fish, you know? So what if I walk past your house four times a day? You know, I look at you while I'm carrying stuff. Leave me be. And now the current save I have I had a wife on here, you can get married, you can have kids, you can choose to be single your whole life. It's like a whole a whole thing. I mean, like with all games, you know, you can choose to be married. You know, I was married on the save that I had, I loaded the save up after quite some time, got on it and I was like, oh shit, I'm married. And you know, I had like the most hours on this save. So I was like, let's see where I'm at. So I hopped on there and I'm married to one of the NPCs. And the, the point where I knew that I was a little upset was I got up, you start every morning at 6 a.m. You can stay out to 2 a.m. And anything past 2 a.m., you'll pass out. And if you pass out, you have the potential to lose stuff and there's a re like a recovery service. And they'll, they'll like tax your ass. They say, hey, you know what? 
we don't care that you passed out in your in your little farm right outside your front door of your house. We had to walk all the way out here, pick your sorry ass up and take you inside and put you to bed. That'll be like 1200 bucks. And that's very expensive if you're just starting out. So watch those times. The game will get progressively darker as it goes into the night, stuff like that. You know, some events happen at night as far as like fishing schedules and people schedules. Stores only open certain times of the day and only on certain days. So pay attention to that. Pierre's assholes always close on Wednesdays. And would you believe it or not, it's just like everything in life. You're like, oh damn, I got, I got that day off. I need to do that. And then you get to that day and you realize that the place has been closed the entire week. Or that day you just happened to get there and it was like, hey, sorry we had to close early. But, so you got all that mayhem down. You got a mailbox. They send you mail. Sometimes if you get good enough friends with people, they'll send you gifts, recipes, or they'll be like, hey, I have 50 pieces of wood and they're all in your mailbox. Now I have a question about that. Are they small pieces of wood or are they big pieces of wood? How big's my mailbox? You get all kinds of shit in there. I mean, party invitations, you don't even have to go. There's a certain amount of like festivals and activities that happen during every season, like the winter event, you'll, you know, you'll be in a fishing or an ice fishing tournament, which I thought was pretty cool. I love ice fishing. Hell of a lot of fun. If you've never done it, and it gets cold enough out this coming year, which I hope it doesn't, but I hope it only does for like a week for fishing, try it out. It's a hell of a good time. So your mailbox, all that. Oh, and you, so you do have skills in this game. Your skills are broken into farming, foraging, mining, combat, and fishing. And like I said, I quoted the wiki earlier. Check out the wiki. It breaks down all the skills. When you get your skill from to you start everything at zero and you hit level five and you can kind of take a path right you, you choose one perk or the other and then whatever perk you choose you have two more perks to choose at level 10. so definitely if you're you know if you just kind of want to play it however and oh excuse me play your level ups on however you play hell yeah if you're unsure of what path takes you where and you want to make sure that the choice you make will benefit you most in the long run just look it up there's a lot of cool perks you can focus a lot on one thing you know or you can focus a lot on something else so me i always choose like for farming i always go for more expensive crops because then that allows me to have more expensive of a different kind of good later on and whatever and so on and so forth because i'm the money maker guy on my current save i've got close to i think like nine hundred thousand in my wallet and I'm currently working on a goal of two million. Two million bucks. And it's a long, long grind. The cool thing about the game is when you go to your pause menu in game, you can kind of check out, you know, your inventory, your what your character looks like. You have a map, you have like a tracker of everything you've turned in or cooked and any of that junk. What else is there on there? Oh, you can this is where you can like change out your outfits. They do have clothes and hats and some of this stuff. None of them add like well. They're your boots. You can put on different boots. They add bonuses to like your defense and your immunity and stuff like that. And then let's see what else from the beginning. I have a list of stuff in front of me because I tried to record a session yesterday and I got so caught up in everything and rambling that I couldn't remember anything what I talked about. And I was like, oh shit. I feel like I said this three times. So I just had to stop and on my lunch break today Took a bunch of notes, so I'm kind of following a little bit of something. 
which includes some of the NPCs that are going to help you out the most. Pierre, Robin. Pierre runs the general store, sells seeds, any kind of that junk fertilizer. Robin's the carpenter. She can build stuff for you. There's a saloon. There's a bar everybody shows up in every night. The beer price is expensive, but it's also an IPA. Nobody likes IPAs anyway. You know, you go there. I mean, let's be real for just one second here. 90% of everybody out of 90% of everybody goes somewhere, a fancy restaurant, you know, the local brewery, microbrewery, whatever. If you're into that IPA stuff, cool. If not, most like most of us, we're going to walk up and we're going to say, you got any of that bush light? Cause that's what we're really looking for here. We don't want no, well, you know, this beer has a nice hint of, I don't know, how should I say, lime with a little nutmeg. Oh, you could tell it's brewed in the fall. No, we don't want, we want fucking bush light, dude. Bush light, serve it up right. Just saying. There is a blacksmith shop, Clint. He can crack open geodes, upgrade your tools. He sells coal, gold, silver. Or not silver. <laughs> Too much D&D. Gold, iron, copper, that kind of stuff. There is a library slash museum. The guy that runs the library, he's kind of a whack job, dude. He looks like he's dressed for the Civil War. And he wants you, well, he doesn't, well, I guess, you know, I would assume that deeply he wants you to collect everything because pretty much everybody in this town, they don't want to do nothing. They just want to hang out, go about their life, and then you show up and you're like, oh, hey, that asshole that owned, you know, 40 acres while our town's struggling just moved back then. Let's just make him pay for everything at a super high cost. And when he sells us stuff, we'll just give him, you know, like 20 bucks. And we'll be like, no, dude, you, you got to work up to that. That's kind of how it feels. But no, the... Uh, the guy that runs the library, you can dig up stuff, art, they call them artifacts, you can donate them to the museum, part of the library, and you can place them on these little stands and decorate it how you want, and you give them so many things that you dig up out of the ground or find in treasure chests while you're fishing or any of that junk, and which is essentially, it's just a whole bunch of rocks, and you know, there's a couple cool things, like there's some dinosaur skeletons you can dig up, um, some dwarven gadgets, you know, because... Here's a little thing for you if you didn't, well, if you didn't know. There is dwarves in this game. Well, at least there's one, and he hangs out in the mine. There's also another race in this game, which I'll, I'll kind of keep that. I just won't say what that is yet, because there's like a whole different backstory in game between a bunch of characters and the whole giant scale of the world that's kind of kind of weird and dark, and I don't want to get into that just yet. I mean, we're just... We're just sliding a tip in. We're not going all the way. I mean, we we got to build up to that. So I'll save that for, you know, maybe maybe we'll do like a secrets and, I don't know, secrets and dark theories and all the bad stuff that happens behind Stardew doors that nobody realizes except the wizard. Yes, there is a wizard in this game. And you get to meet him. He's definitely got a wizard name. I think it's Rasmodius is how you pronounce it. Rasmodius the wizard he's a cool guy he's also one of the NPCs I guess you should get to know I never give him stuff because he kind of lives out in the middle of nowhere like any wizard would and he's too busy every time I go in there he's just hanging over a you know a cauldron of stew and the first time you meet the guy he makes you drink this stuff and I don't know if I was tripping or hallucinating or what but I did not like it 
only because he didn't let me take any home. You know, he was like, hey, dude, we're going to trip our balls off, but it's only going to be this one time. And then he acts like it never happened. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it was a whole weird experience. I don't know, dude. Like I said, go find the wizard. Go find Rasmodeus. He's he's a he's a cool NPC. There's a lot of cool NPCs in this game. Yeah, the the like I said, the where was I? The wizard. We covered the library. Oh, we gotta talk about old Willie. Willie has the fishing shack. Kind of reminds me of Tollbooth Willie. That's a little ode to Adam Sandler. If you guys, that's early, early Adam Sandler, like SNL. Like there's no even there's not even a video. Well, no, there's no video to it. There's just audio. And it just, you know, some of the greatest actors and comedians, that's how they started, you know, recording stuff. So maybe one day they'll look back and I'll be Tollbooth Willie. So if you, but like I said, if you've never seen that, look it up. And, you know, if you want to make it really awkward, play it, you know, while you're, you know, in the store in the checkout line and turn it all the way up. You know, or, you know, if you're sitting in church, play it, turn it all the way up. No, I'm, I'm kidding. It is very vulgar yet still pretty funny if you're into like vulgar comedy but you gotta I mean you gotta imagine this was like early SNL so they kind of did whatever they wanted but good listen check it out so Willie runs the fishing shack he you can buy fishing poles bait he also serves like different kinds of food to it like upgrade your fishing eventually you can unlock lures and bobbers and all kind he, I mean he sells a little bit of everything and you can actually sell anything. You can sell stuff back to the people in the stores. But like Willie, for instance, will only buy fish from you. You know, you can't take a fisherman crops and expect him to buy them. You know, you take a fish, you take a fisherman fish, he buys them. You know, Pierre will buy all your foraging stuff and, you know, vegetables, fruits, anything you grow like that. Uh, then that's an alternative to putting it in the shipping crate. I would recommend you put everything in the crate because that's how it counts your experience as well. At least I'm pretty sure. Um, someone could correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure for you to like gain experience on your farming and foraging, fishing, stuff like that. I know fishing you get experience by like having perfect catches and you know catching fish in general, but I'm pretty sure it's at least that some some aspect of it is pertaining to like you putting it in the shipping box so you know get out there forage fish farm do some shit to make some money that's why we're here right we're gonna we're gonna turn we're gonna turn grandpappy's farm into like a fully functioning autonomous money pit where you just wake up every day and you go out there and you collect all your stuff you get a little bit of mayo a little bit of goat cheese you know, maybe some cloth maybe you're lucky you get a rabbit's foot you throw all that shit in your box, dude. You wake up. The mayor's come in, violated you, paid you, and you wake up happy because you know what? Just because his little midnight trips or, you know, well, it's got to be later than midnight because the cutoff's 2 a.m. The weird thing is you stay out all night. You never see the guy. So when is he, you know, is he, when's he coming? When's he going? I don't know. I just know that he's got some very, he's got very good sleight of hand. I don't know if he's just, you know, that damn good or... Because I never have to cash a check. He gives me all cash. You know, what kind of operations Pelican Town really doing? Is the mayor, you know, Skyping all this stuff and then overcharging Pierre as he imports it or sells it to Willie? And, 
you know, gives Willie all of his ingredients for him to sell back to you. Is it, you know, is it a giant, dark, deep rabbit hole? I'm sure it is. I mean, some aspects are. You know, eventually there's a trash bear, like a trash raccoon bear. I don't, it's like it looks like a giant beaver coon. I don't know, it's weird. And he's just kind of hanging out down by the sewer and he wants you to bring him stuff. And you bring him stuff and I forget what happens exactly because I haven't finished it yet. Currently he wants, he wants some kind of soup and the soup that he wants, I can't get right now. I'm like, who, who the hell asked for parsnip soup in the middle of, I'm, I'm in the middle of summer. So spring just happened on my save. I'm about halfway through summer, or no, I'm actually getting close to the end of summer. I'm almost in the fall. And he wants something from spring. I'm like, dude, do you not see what, you know, you not see what season we're in? There ain't no spring flowers right now, bro. It is storming, it's raining. I got sunflowers, I got corn. I got all kinds of weird shit. I got a, I got a co-host, Kitty. I'm sure you guys heard that. She's trapped in the sunroom with me right now. She's saying, let me out, help. I know. Oh my goodness, are you talking to everybody? Yeah? All right, sorry, I had to level my cat. If you guys don't know me, and you don't know my wife, or if you do know my wife, this will make even more sense. We love our animals. We've got three babies. We've got a husky and two cats, and you know they get treated like they're our kids, because they're our family. So that's a little behind the scenes for me. I'm sure when my wife hears this, she will love it. And because I got quote or I got quoted as being mean to her earlier today. So that once again comes back to if you guys know my wife, then you know that I was absolutely not being mean. So all right, let's get back to let's get back to basics here. While you guys are out there doing your thing with your farm and you know, playing the game and you're making all this money, hell yeah. I hope you guys do. If you guys have played or are playing, let me know. You know, send me some pictures or videos or a tour of your farm. That's something I want to do. I want to upload some videos of some stuff and kind of show you guys where I'm at, what I'm doing, how I like to do stuff. And, you know, maybe you guys are playing something else or, you know, maybe you guys are watching something else. Who knows? Shout it out, dude. We'll talk about it. I love hearing you know, what people like playing, or, you know, even if it's memories of when you guys played games, maybe it's your favorite Monopoly memory, right? You know, when, when the board got flipped and the next time you played, you had to look around and act all awkward because, you know, you're missing pieces. Who knows? Who cares? All right, time to wrap the episode up. And what a better way to do that than with some announcements. I am looking for a logo designer. So if you know somebody, maybe you even design logos. Let me know. I've got a pretty cool idea, and I'm looking forward to bringing it to life. It means a lot to me, and I can't wait for you guys to see it. I don't want to spoil anything yet, but like I said, you know, once it gets out there, I'll kind of throw a little backstory in, and you know, it just it's going to mean a lot, and I'm just super pumped for it. You know, with that being said, once I as soon as I get a logo, that means other stuff, right? Stickers, T-shirts, all that kind of stuff. Now, I'm definitely looking forward to the stickers because, you know, who doesn't love stickers, right? You can put them on anything. And then one little last thing, right? It's kind of big and I'm not going to spoil nothing because I'm just, I'm giddy as a schoolgirl, right? I'm so excited. I wish you guys could understand what, what I feel right now because I got a couple messages tonight and let's just say that there's something, something pretty cool going to happen pretty soon. Well, 
I'm not entirely sure when, but I know that it's gonna happen eventually. So be on the lookout for that. Maybe I'll post some teasers coming up to that point, but like I said, it's gonna be cool. I'm super excited, I'm a little nervous, but you know, despite all that, it's, it's gonna be awesome. And I just wanted to say one more thanks to everybody for all the support, the love, the comments, the shares, everything. You guys are awesome. Don't ever forget that. You know, go out there, embrace that day, be a good person, you know, help your friend out, support a local business, just do your thing, right? So until then, stay at it, stay cool, stay farming, do your thing, and uh, I'll see you next time.